0: Hey guys, before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that doors are now open for our Signature Accelerator program. We are doing a major deal for this promo period where you get Critical Care Academy's CCRN review course absolutely for free as a bonus if you join us before May 4th. Our Signature program is special because it's a one-time investment for lifetime access. There are no recurring fees. We want you to start this process early. So if you're in nursing school or if you are just starting the school search process, this is absolutely perfect for you. We walk you through picking schools, writing your resume, making sure you have all those boosters to make you stand out. We've got over 20 hours of video lessons along with an entire downloads vault of swipe files and templates. And of course, over 50% of the program is interview prep. We have five on-demand mock interviews. And then of course, a huge part of this is every month we have office hours where you can bring your questions and get answers. We have essay office hours with our expert developmental editor, Dr. Diane Cady. We have group mock interview practice labs, ad hoc guest speakers like SRNAs and other faculty. It really is a comprehensive program. And once you are in, you are in for life. You can head to the crnaclub.com to check it out. And again, the CCRN review course as a bonus, that ends on May 4th. So if you are on the fence, shoot me a DM at the CRNA club. I am hanging out there. But otherwise, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, hello, welcome back to the podcast 2024, what is up? I hope it is treating you well and that you are off to a great start of your new year. I know it is the end of January, but hey, better late than never, right? I have so many incredible podcast topics coming up for you this year. I have mapped them all out into the summer. So I'm really excited to share some new hot takes, some new insight into some things that I haven't talked about before. I've got just a lot of things that I want to share with you. We've been celebrating a lot of acceptances over here, a lot of interviews being scored, just a lot of major milestones being reached. And it has been so incredible to talk with so many of you guys, mostly on the gram, about just all the things that you're doing. And, you know, if you are working hard and you're sort of still in the trenches and you are you know you haven't submitted yet or maybe you've submitted and you got, you know, not right now. I want to encourage you that that is okay. Even if you've got a waitlist, that is still a win. I can't tell me tell you how many people this past application season have come off the waitlist. We know that people are applying to multiple programs, they only can go to one. So that means that there are going to be you know spots that open up. So please take your waitlist as a win. But anyway, I just want to encourage you if you are listening to this and you are just in the trenches of just feeling like you are trudging through one foot in front of the other, kind of waiting for your make or break point. I just want to tell you just to keep going. You are in that phase of the application process where you are it's like a slingshot, right? You are pulling back. There's so much tension you know, you're, you're working hard against this resistance, but soon you're gonna, you're gonna let that slingshot go. You're gonna, you're gonna start flying. So the work is in that application process. The work is in that pulling back of that rubber. Okay. And then you are going to be flying. So just keep putting in the hard work. You are going to get there. Today, I want to talk to you about some application ics. These are some things that, you know, I I don't want to say that I keep seeing people making these mistakes over and over again, but I just want to put this on your radar so you are not making these same mistakes that people fall prey to. These are some culprits that get us, okay? So let's just go ahead and kick it off here. I'm going to go over five Let's start off with number one, probably the most common, I would say. First, application ick is going to be over-focusing on the unit type and name and acuity only. I get a lot of DMs about people saying, should I take a job in the CVICU or the MICU? This is a cardiac unit, but it's called a CCU, but it's very, you know, I do LVADs and ECMO it's not about the name. It's not about the unit type. It is about, you know, it's not even all about the acuity. Yes, you need high acuity, but your application needs more than a high acuity unit. So I don't want to to get that part, you know, I want that to be clear. It is about acuity, but I don't want that to be the only thing you're focusing on. So the name of the unit is not as important, right? I have shared this before on my Instagram. I have a pinned reel at the top of my profile because that is how much I want you to think about this. There's an annual NCEC report. This is essentially a report of like the board pass rates. And you can take a look at that. You can see that there are some of the highest board pass rates from like neuro ICU and PICU and yes, cardiac ICU is there, but I don't even know if it's top. So the main takeaway here is your unit needs to be high acuity. But I I think is great. I think neuro ICU is great. I think uh CV ICU is great. Trauma ICU, you gotta make sure you're seeing multiple pathophysiologies. You know, some of these trauma ICUs can be, you know, you stabilize them and then they're they're out. You're not, you're not necessarily titrating a lot of vasopressors. Now I'm not I, that's that's a very broad statement, but you need to be looking at the Council of Accreditations Requirements for Critical Care. What do they say? Multiple vasopressors, mechanical ventilation, you know, multiple pathophysiologies. They want to see a mechanical ventilation. They spell out what high acuity is for us. It is up to programs to interpret that. That is why some schools accept PICU. Some accept NICU. Some even accept ER. If it's like a high acuity ER where you kind of get that ICU patient and you take care of them if it's like a hybrid. Majority of programs don't. Majority of programs need ICU experience, so I want that to be clear. But I don't want to you know, beat a dead horse here, but the ICU itself, the name of the ICU itself is just one piece of the puzzle, okay? Don't agonize over, Oh, should I leave my make you to go to a ICU? No. If you have a high acuity make you hunker down where you're at, invest in that unit, get on committees, develop your leadership skills, dig in there. A lot of questions about this one. Okay. So number one, application IC is over focusing on the unit and name and thinking that the a high acuity unit is all you need to get into CRI school. Okay. Number two, not prioritizing touch points. So when I talk to applicants and they are saying they're going to apply to a very competitive program, which let's be real, that's a lot of programs these days. One of my first questions to them is, have you spoken to anybody at the program? Have you spoken to any SRNAs? Have you gone to an open house? Have you gone to a state meeting? Who have you talked to from that program? The reason being is that yes, applications are so competitive and it is so important for you to get your name out there to start getting these touch points with faculty with program directors really get to try to get to know them be a, a real life normal human human being go and if there's an in person open house make the effort to fly there show up if this is your top choice program don't take these touch points for granted i am a fan of reaching out to programs and faculty and seeing if you can form a connection with them ask the questions you need to ask Of course, you want to make sure that these are not questions or answers that can be found on the website. But reach out and see if you you can schedule a phone conversation or a Zoom meeting and just express how interested you are in the program and that you would love to see what you can do to strengthen your application and see if you're a good fit. Some of the most successful students who've gotten into very competitive programs in the country are the ones that are going to. Their state meetings, their open houses, they're contacting program directors, assistant program directors, faculty members, setting up phone calls, setting up meetings. They're getting these reps in these touch points. Okay, so when that application comes across this person's desk, they're gonna say, "Oh, yes, I know Jason. Totally, I remember him. We t- we chatted over Zoom uh, a couple of months ago. Great, great guy, nice guy. Let's interview him." Okay, so touch points are really big. That is number two number three or third application it goes along with the same goes along with the same thing is neglecting networking okay so the crna community is small it is very small i know we say that and you if you're an srna listening to this or you're you're gonna know that that's true that this the crna network is so tiny that you cannot afford to burn bridges But along the same lines, your networking will take you far. So going to state meetings, talking with people, you're going to be able to find CRNAs to shadow. You are going to find people who know faculty at the programs you're looking for, who have friends who graduated from there, who are alumni, who know people who applied to that program or who are current SRNAs. I really encourage you to be putting yourself out there. Now, I think this needs to be done very professionally. Treat every interaction with a CRNA as an interview. When you are going to these state meetings, you're, you're going there to network, you're going there to meet CRNAs, you're going there to have conversations, put yourself out there. This is such a big, uncomfortable thing to do. I get it. I am an extroverted introvert, you know me going to the state meeting in in September or August of last year was uncomfortable for me but i met so many cool people and formed so many connections and i'm now like what is the phrase like bearing the fruits something the fruits of your labor earning the fruits consuming the fruits anyway the fruits of my labor have fruited and that is the same thing with networking okay so Third application, Ick, is neglecting networking. Put yourself out there. Go to the state meeting. Go to the open house. Just just do it. Try to to network. Okay, number four. The fourth application, Ick, is a competition over community mindset. Now, I know this is hard because, yes, you are competing against other people in the application pool. I get it. Okay. But I can tell you from the CRNA club community and the people that we have who are very supportive to other applicants, what comes around goes around. Okay. So we have several very active people who, yes, they are all applying. And I see this in our office hours too. This is a, okay, this is a perfect example. Every month we have office hours, we have Q&A office hours with me, and then we have office hours with Dr. Diane Caney, she's an essay developmental editor, we also have group mock interviews. And we, we have a plethora of other calls, but those are kind of the main ones that I'm thinking of for this scenario. In our office hours, there we, it's a very vulnerable situation, right? But thank God we have such an incredible community. Office hours is when you bring your questions. And you bring your resumes, you bring your essay prompts, and we just talk about it. And this is in front of other people. And there are many times where people will share something or express an insecurity about something or concern about something. And somebody else in office hours chimes in and says, hey, you know what? I felt the same way. I was afraid to email this person, but I totally did. And this is what happened. And it was great. Or, oh, I applied there last year and this is how it went. Or, oh, you know, I put this on my resume. This was a leadership activity that I did on my unit. Be great for you too. Now, it not, you know, you don't have to be like that. I get it. But when you are supportive of other people and kind of have a community, at least one or two other people who are applying to CRI school, your own application process is gonna be so much better and enriched and easier because you're gonna have somebody who's gonna be walking that same path with you. There's camaraderie in the struggle, right? Like the, what do we call it? Chamba bond, right? It's kind of the same thing. So when you have this, I'm gonna help other people, it comes back to you, okay? And people are gonna help you out. So yes, it is competitive. I totally get that. But there's strength in community. There is camaraderie in community. We all help each other out. So yes, it is competitive. I get that. But it it is hard to be in a silo. There's so much more that you learn by sharing that with other people. Okay, so that is the foreign application, which is just thinking it's all about competition and just being out for yourself and siloing yourself in the application process. Fifth and final application egg is rushing the personal statement or the essay. And I'll also add is thinking that you can have one foundational essay and then tweak it for all your programs. Not true. Okay, unless, unless you're applying to like two programs and they happen to have the same exact prompt, such as like, why do you want to become a CRA. That is probably unlikely. Every single school has a different Essay question or questions. Some have 250 word limits, some have a thousand word limit. They all ask you to explain different things. They should be personalized. I highly recommend you giving your, yourself three months for essay. The personal essay is what's gonna set you apart. In a sea of competitive applicants where everybody has the accolades, everybody is going to state meetings, everybody it has higher GPAs and has retaking classes and has the certifications and is well-rounded, right? It's the essay. That is what's going to set you apart. Okay, so that's the fifth application ick, which is neglecting to put the time in and rushing your essay. Okay, that is it. That's all I have for you guys. Five application icks just to recap. Number one, over focusing on unit and acuity only, not looking at the bigger picture or not thinking that you don't need anything else. Number two is not prioritizing touch points. Number three is neglecting networking and not being willing to put yourself out there. Number four is having a competition over community mindset. Number five is rushing the essay. All right, you guys, that is all I have for you today. I will see you on the next episode.